So for all the listeners, if you don't know, we have a Discord. Willow and I are together in the Discord right now. We have voice channels. You can join us. Yeah, y'all should definitely join. We always have the Discord link in the show notes, and uh, you can suggest show topics. But uh, you can also go into the voice channels and play games like this. Putt Party. (laughs) Would you like to give it a try, Willow? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's going to show you uh, how to play the game on the screen. And you know, just give it a go. And uh, I- I'm sorry, I do have a little bit of an advantage because I played this the past couple nights with Jason and some sure. other folks uh, over on the Chill Neil Discord. Oh, okay. It looks like it's working. Uh, Let me catch up hey. to you here. I can. Ooh, that was a close one. Damn! <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, we can just make some small talk. Nothing too serious while we play this game. But, uh, have you heard about what Netflix is doing with the, the new, uh, password sharing protection? Oh, yeah, sure. They are, um, basically they're making it, I I heard that they're making it so if you use um, someone else's password, um, Netflix will cut off your dick, balls, ass, and, you know, anything else you consider appropriate. Is that, am I, am I right about this? Yeah, 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 that's exactly right. In, In fact, if you sign in to somebody else's Netflix, from a place other than the same household, they will remove your dick and balls and anus um, and nipples. That's a big part of it too. Ah, fuck! God damn it! I was like, I was thinking I could, you know, like use this to my advantage, but no. You want to keep the nipples, the nipples right? Are right, right? Yeah, that's for the sure. thing most people are really aggravated about is that uh, obviously there's advantages to being able to remove the dick and balls, but uh, the mm. nipples, most people aren't on board with that. No, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Everybody wants to keep their nipples. No, but for real, this is super strange. They prefer it that way. I think, I I mean, we can get into all the, like, um... The, the actual details of it, but the, what's funny to me is I just think that like Netflix is really uh, way too confident in their <laughs> in their offerings, right? Like, yeah, like what what shows do they think are people are, are gonna jump through this many hoops to to you know make sure they can still keep the the oh. Netflix like? Oh, Phil, come on, you. I gotta have my Dairy Girls. I mean, I actually do have to have my Dairy Girls. I'm just. I don't kidding. know about Dairy um, Girls. Tell me more. What is it's this? It's good. It's it's about uh some uh mostly girls, uh but also a boy, um, doing and dairy. they are they're doing dairy. Right. They're in uh they're in London Dairy, uh circa oh. the early to mid 1990s, um. And so, you know, IRA stuff is going on, the, the troubles are happening, they're doing their fun stuff in their, um, they're getting into trouble in their, uh, Catholic school, maybe uh, the opposite of a Catholic school, man, I don't know anything. You don't know shit about <laughs> which we owe that to <laughs> right. Netflix, to be fair. That exactly. A, that is a good show from Netflix. Um, I don't know. I think for me it's weird because I do feel like Netflix has slowly become less and less relevant. And I feel like this move yeah. is uh, very... Uh, I don't know if alienating is the right word, but like pe- pe- people are just going to cancel their, their, you know... For sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. They don't have enough exclusive... I mean, you know, they've got whatever they've got seinfeld reruns fine you want to watch seinfeld reruns i also do we can do that together but uh you know white noise was great you know they've they have they have a hit every once in a while you know they have some good shows that have mostly ended by this point are they coasting Um, on 
Stranger Things viral, insane, you know, popularity or... Yeah, plus uh, maybe a few other things. I think, you know, people, people tend to really like the shitty i think they've they've done a really good job sort of like um pulling pulling mtv's game out from under them in what um, way what does that mean with oh. so shows like um shows like the circle um too what hot to circle? handle the circle is a oh the circle is basically like how do I describe it, like, in relation to what we do on the suck? Um, wow! Nice I work, did it. Hello. Um, wow. I was close, Incredible. Though. Two strokes. Incredible. The king, the me. king, the king is dead long live the, uh, the king. Uh, two strokes. That's what they call him. But, yeah, the, the circle is like this show where they have a bunch of people in a building, um doing like this weird social media thing where they have to sort of play against each other. Do we want to do... What are you thinking? Jumpington or Jumpington? Um, I think we should go Jumpington. Okay. Let's give... I mean, sure. we can come back to Bumpington. Try it again. <laughs> we can always come back to Bumpington as, as Indeed. the old saying goes. Well, <laughs> most of the listeners know that I have strong ire for the OA which was canceled. Mm. So I have to give Netflix some props there. I tried to watch Kaleidoscope, which I feel like is another, um, you know, what, what was the... Keep meaning to watch that, but... They have a, they had a show like it that's supposed to be, you know, like the, it, the gimmick is that it's like kind of interactive or something, like mm -hmm. Jabberwocky or whatever the Black Mirror show was where you pick which way you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kaleidoscope yeah. is supposed to be like you can watch any episode in any order and it doesn't matter. Well, I only watched one episode and I'm, I'm sorry to say that like, uh, you know, Giancarlo did, probably my least favorite performance of his. It was, uh, wow. Yeah, the thing is, that was one. Sh that's one show that I keep. I keep scrolling past. You know, I scroll on past because I see uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and I go, "Man, that's tempting." What else is there? And I don't see anything for me. <laughs> I do so. love him. I mean, uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, just from watching uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. I mean, for sure, made quite an impression. Um, in that show, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And, and like, it, it, I don't know. I, I won't get into it's, it. It's no. It's no King of New York. That's for sure. Is that a Netflix show? No, that's another thing that John Carlos. Oh, I missed that in. one. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Abel Ferreira movie from like early '90s, late '80s. Can't remember exactly. Wow. Okay, I got some catching up to do. I did not know that. Oops. Well, speaking of Seinfeld, I mean, maybe we circle back to Netflix, but we probably did a pretty good, good bit on that one already. Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, I'm not sure uh, you might have hit me to this, or maybe we were hip to it at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. The f f what was it? Nothing forever. Uh, Twitch channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Extremely. Um, uh, I don't even know what to say. Like <laughs> impressive. Th that's. I don't think they do either, and I think that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> well, right, it's not entertaining. For the listeners that don't understand what we're talking about right now, and why I brought up Seinfeld, uh, there is a, a, a developer group that wants to create AI-generative, AI-generated, generative, you know, modular, ongoing uh, entertainment, and so they created this... Uh, Twitch channel where there's these very pixelated avatars that are supposed to be Jerry Seinfeld and Kramer and George and Elaine and they uh, they they use the AI generated voices. I, I shouldn't say the voices are not AI generated, but the um, the dialogue is AI generated and it right. uses some kind of you know text to voice technology to just make it look like there's these weird uh, pixelated 3D versions of Seinfeld and they just you know say all the shit that this AI generates constantly it's right. it's trying to be funny I mean it's trying to make jokes but uh it is right and it, and as a result it is it is like the 
it's a cruel existential nightmare um unlike anything that i ever thought i would see in my lifetime and it, it scares the fuck out of me and it really? doesn't scare okay. me be yeah it doesn't scare me because it's like super advanced or anything like that it's not like the same fear i get when i see uh you know boston dynamics uh created a, a fucking uh you know, robot Wolverine or whatever that'll tear you limb from limb. But it is this sort of idea of like, you know, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to invoke David Foster Wallace because, uh, you know, infinite jest, it's the joke, whatever. This shit is infinite jest, kind of. Like, if if it were to get a little better, where it was addictive enough, where you would actually, like... I sat there and watched it for about 15 or 20 minutes, which was, like, uh, like 14 or 19 minutes too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, I kept it on, like, for, like, an hour in the background. You know, yeah. was, I wasn't actively watching it, but I'm like... I'm captivated by this, that, that, that somebody could pull this <laughs> off, you know? Like, it's right. a proof of concept. Exactly. It's, it's not good, it, but they're doing they're doing it, you know, like it's it happening. It is, and it's and it's terrifying because the idea that you could rope people into, hey, Willow, you're on geez, a roll. The fucking queen here, everybody. Uh, Thank you. Um, but I. Ooh, these are different. The idea that, yeah, <laughs> choosing ten. <laughs> Should we try choosing? It's like choosing. Yeah, Choosington sounds like the name of a of like a fake town that like you know if you were trying really hard to come up with a town and you couldn't even find anything in the room to take the name of to put in your word you might just say Choosington because you'd be like I can't really choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the but the idea to me of somebody creating. Uh, uh, endlessly like generative entertainment what, that like could Studios, actually rope right? people I mean, in. Like... <laughs> Essentially, you know, it's it, it, yeah, it kind of comes back to like the uh, it, it's it's slightly reminiscent of uh, what was it in the Sp okay, spoiler alert, uh, if you care about. Uh, She-Hulk, and you haven't seen it yet. I don't. I don't know why you wouldn't have seen it yet if you care. I, anyway, when when like they get to the part where they have like the the Kevin Feige thing or whatever, right? That's like a machine, and it's just telling her like, this is how we make decisions for our entertainment and stuff. And it's like meta, and it kind of works. I I kind of I kind of like that, but it is sort of like that with. Right, no, that's a good point. I mean, they're they're poking fun at Kevin Feige because somehow he became this monolith of of comic book entertainment, which right. you know he he did a lot of things good, but also he he isn't a robot. Uh, he is a man who appreciates comic book stories, etc. But like this mm -hmm. is just literally someone setting machine to l absorb as much uh, Seinfeld scripts. I guess seven seasons is all they got. Right. It's, it's and like it doesn't, the, you know, you know it, it honestly doesn't even seem like they, uh, you know, it's not even the joke of we, we showed a computer seven seven or eight seasons of Seinfeld and, and this is what it came out with. No, it's, it's not just, even as good as that. <laughs> we came up with, yeah, some, we came up with the same demographic mix as Seinfeld and some of this, it's like some similar settings. Right. And then right. we had them just say a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's very little <laughs> jokes or even anything like that are yeah not, not even a semblance of a joke in most cases but it does make <laughs> right. me wonder like do you remember when there was for a while like the i feel like the first one i saw but there was like a trend of this ever after that like they would say oh and it was all fake i should point it out but they say oh i fed an ai you know um uh olive branch commercial and told it to write me <laughs> like that's what i would like to see i want to see like endlessly generated Ch Twitch channel of the, you know, the Olive Garden commercial where they're just like, yeah, for sure, unlimited breadsticks, like feeding. <laughs> that seems like it has potential because I would watch. Yeah, that. for sure. And and you know, and I do unfortunately think that 
you know, and uh, endlessly generated Seinfeld has potential. And I would not like to see that come to fruition because I feel like a person who is like one bad day away from just staying in my house and watching something like that for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> not not doing, you know, just just wasting away. Um, and not even because it's entertaining, but just because it's like, you know, why would I do anything else when this is happening? You know, I don't know. There's there's so many reasons that like people might molder away. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. consuming I, endlessly entertainment that has no purpose. It has no story. It has no sort of moral direction. It it's not. The only purpose of it is to exist. Um, yeah, I think that's what which is just, it's I just crazy. went off the edge of the course here. But no, I think you bring up oh, a no. great point, which is uh, a lot of people have brought up a similar point, which is like, why do we need um, AI to generate art for us, right? Like, we need AI mm -hmm. to do the things that we don't want to do to free up humans to make art every day, like all day, right? Right, like, right. right. But I do think there's also the weird counterpoint to it that, like, y you know, yes, AI is doing the this thing. It's like the, it's following through on this process that a human has set into motion. So I think it's like this is a new uh, medium for humans to create art. Like, no, at a certain point, they're not doing anything, but they're like, it, it's like, you know, one of those... Uh, can't remember what they're called, but the little machines where a ball a ball will roll and hit this thing Rube, and the dominoes Rube, fall down. Rube Goldberg. Thank you. Rube, yes. Rube Goldberg contraption. Yeah. So I, it's, to me, it's kind of like that. It's like, yeah, set up a Rube Goldberg uh, Seinfeld Twitch channel and see, you know, what comes out of it. Uh, sure. But I don't know. I don't think most people are comfortable it's, with that at this point. No, and it's it's kind of like, uh, hell yeah. I um, it, it's kind of like one must imagine Sisyphus entertained, or maybe one must imagine Sisyphus. <laughs> hey! Oh, nice! I got one. All right, cool. King is back, baby. Oh, I did really good that time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Got up to five strokes, so over your score. So hey, that's call me five sometimes. strokes. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's my new nickname. <laughs> Self-deprecating humor at its finest. Yes, for sure. Wow, they've got a lot of uh. Oh, we gotta go to Chillington. I just I'm yeah, sorry. of course. That's the place to be right now. Mm -hmm. well, I don't know how far we want to go down that tangent. In fact, I think maybe this this is a good point as we start a new level. It's a good point to start a new topic. I since we are sure. recording this on Discord, I would like to to to, to give some props to our folks in the Discord. We actually got several suggestions. Uh, from uh, our listeners that are exclusively in our uh, Patreon channels on the, on the Discord. First up, uh, this one was from Poetic Boredom, uh, posing a question to us. So this should, this will be interesting. We can hash this out together, see which way it goes. Poetic Boredom uh, actually short uh, shared a meme. Short of boredom. I think I was trying to blend boredom and shared. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, but it was a meme, so they, they didn't create this question, but they shared it to us, and it says, Would you rather find... Which one would you rather find living in your attic? 1,000 roaches or a person? Oh, a person. Mm. Well, okay, is is It's too bad, because there isn't a third party to sort of present this to us and then answer our, our questions. I would say, like, you know, is this person, uh, is this person, like, well socialized or, like, what's the deal? Like, why are they there? Are they there just because they, they used to live here and they still want to live here and they can't, you know, afford rent? Because they can hang for a while, I guess. No, no, I think you're right. I think you're bringing up the pertinent details to this. I think my knee-jerk reaction uh, is a person. I would much rather find a person because I find even one cockroach very disgusting. Um, not sure. okay. Not okay with it. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I could probably deal with a person over 
a thousand cockroaches, I would just burn the house. Uh -huh. I would just, yeah, I would just, yeah. I don't know. I, you, yeah, I wouldn't live there anymore for sure. That just seems <laughs> terrible. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess either way, I'm uh, either way, I might be just moving out. That's that. That is a good sort of third secret option, a secret third thing. Yeah, and I mean, fair enough. Uh, squatters' rights and all that kind of stuff makes it very difficult if somebody lives in your attic, kind of. <laughs> right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can do anything in that situation. Fun fact: When I used to live in a band house in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, we uh, we originally rented this house, uh, big house, four bedroom house, quote unquote four bedroom. I think two of the bedrooms were not technically bedrooms, but we made them into bedrooms. Uh, mm -hmm. I moved in with my band, uh, four four person band at the time, and. Uh, it was a thousand dollars a month, so I was like, "This is amazing. We're gonna pay two hundred fifty dollars rent a month." And right. slowly over time, we got up to where eight people were living in this house. <laughs> uh, my wife at the time, my girlfriend Lee, moved in. Uh, sure. I'm trying to remember who all else lived there. I'm trying to remember if it was more girlfriend situations or what. Uh huh. I don't think it, it was. Gets uh, I, but I, I, I mean, I'm going off on a tangent. The reason I brought it up is because. Uh, before I hit the payoff, I'll also point out that we had one person living in a treehouse at one point. Um, mm -mm. And then my my buddy Dave uh, moved up to the attic when it got, you know, really tight. Uh, when we had eight sure. people living there, the attic was not really hospitable. Uh, no, Nobody should have lived up there. I don't know how that happened. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> I do remember now. Courage the Cowardly Dog-esque. Yeah, I situation. remember going up into that attic several times and just being like, I don't know how someone could agree. To, I think that he had gotten a, a new girlfriend who is now his wife. So he, I think he spent a lot of time at her house and he just didn't really mm -hmm. need a room as much. Oh, sure. Okay. That's, that's kind of fair. I can see that. I do remember now that we had, we had the four bedroom situation. I shared a bedroom with Lee. Then we turned our jam space... Uh, it used to be our our practice room. We turned that into another bedroom that two of our homies shared. So then it went up to six. Then the guy moved into the uh, <laughs> the attic, and uh, we had I think somebody else got a roommate they shared a room with, and then there was the treehouse guy. So and, and and just to wrap this up neatly, that house is condemned now. Like uh, yeah, it was basically as as, as most band houses. It was Eventually boarded up. Become. I mean, it didn't start on a great note either because uh, when mm -hmm. we moved into the house, there was uh, kind of like a wooded area behind it, and uh, the, it was a band house before. Like we inherited this band house from another band, and the band before us left a car in in the wooded <laughs> area, just like left the car there. It was like you know, it, it wasn't worth shit. It didn't run. They were just gonna like sure. abandon it there. We had to like keep yeah. bugging them. Uh, basically, we were like, "No, we won't give you a deposit or anything back until you get rid of this fucking car." Because it's like we're not—it's uh -huh. not, not going to be our problem, uh, right? Yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I what kind of band? Uh, what kind of band did you inherit it from? What what kind of band were they? Oh, that's a great question. Damn. So surprisingly, Murfreesboro, Tennessee had. I mean, so Murfreesboro, Tennessee is like 30 minutes from Nashville. So, yeah, mm -hmm. the, the music vibes are sh are strong. But uh, sure. Murfreesboro is also uh, a college town for Middle Tennessee State University, which has a very strong recording industry uh, mm -hmm. program. So a lot of people would go there to get into the recording industry program. But by by you know, the, the nature of being in a recording college, you're probably, you know, a musician, etc. Of so course, there was like right. a lot, a lot, a lot of musicians in all different types. Uh, there was a very strong metal scene. Um, cool. I don't know, maybe uh, you've heard. I'm trying to think of some of them that I'm remembering from that era. A friend of mine that I'm still friends with on Facebook, Demon King, uh, is from Murfreesboro. Um, nice. And there was this one band, Tony Danza's Tap Dance Extravaganza, which got pretty oh, big. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was Murfreesboro yeah. pers uh, group. But, uh, okay. yeah, I don't actually think I know the people that lived there before me, what kind of music they made. In fact, I only connected 
with people that inherited it from us afterwards. I used to be on this website <laughs> called Mustache May, and uh -huh. it was just for dudes to grow their mustache out and post pictures of it for the month of May. And it sure. was, it was relatively <laughs> small, but um, I, I do think whoever created the website was based in Tennessee, so it makes sense that somebody else from Murfreesboro was on there. When I was on there sure. one year, I saw this guy. He had a great mustache. His was very, very better, much better than mine. Um, I saw him on the porch of that, that house, but... and I was like, "Well, at this point, you know, I've, I've really, you know, it's, I'll go find some of the pictures, and y'all can, y'all can judge my progress." But uh, I sure. saw this guy was on the uh, that the, we had like a, a porch, you know, like a, uh, it had like netting or whatever. I forget what you would call that, but um, it's not like a sunroom. But anyway, I saw a picture of him on the and on the porch of the house, and I'm like, "Holy shit, you're like at my house." Um, and it, it had become yet again another person's band house, and uh, <laughs> incredible. Yes, yeah, very strange. So it, so it did. It did live. Yeah, it did live it beyond did. at least your your band and associates. Yeah, one of the things we did the very first week that we lived there is that uh, so there was a front door, but nobody used the front door because there was like a carport. So everybody just pulled in the carport and came in the back door. Front door faced sure. a big giant yard with a very very busy street. So there wasn't any like, there was like no foot traffic. Nobody like just walked by and came to the front door. So we um, closed off the whole front living room and built a stage and just like mm -hmm. the front door was useless at that point. Like if somebody did come knock on the front door, you, you couldn't open it because we built like, right. a, like a half foot uh, stage. And that's the only reason we had people come <laughs> live in this side room is because uh, we didn't need a rehearsal space anymore. People ever just played music in the living room all of all times, you know, like uh, crazy. Sorry, that's, I went off on a... that. Sounds no, that sounds incredible. I have never experienced anything like that. That sounds amazing. So I guess that's why I'm, I'm maybe more partial to finding a person in the attic over one thousand sure. roaches. Yeah, because they probably yeah. None of those roaches have a have a kick-ass mustache or a you know a penchant for for jamming in the living room there was another submission from our discord while we're on that topic uh this was from bevy bev we are gonna play we are gonna play bumpington though right do we have oh yeah let's get into bumpington for sure okay thank let's you get for... into bumpington while we enjoy bev's uh i've been wanting to go to Bim bumpington bevington uh <laughs> yeah there should bev. be <laughs> we need a Bev. We need a Bevington. Bevington, get in here. So Bev wanted to know um, what stupid things would you buy and lie about if you were pulling a George Santos? Uh, you know, I guess the story that Bev shared was that uh, George Santos uh, uh, spent like twenty six thousand dollars at an Italian restaurant or something along those lines. It was very. I mean, it, it was confusing to me because I've, as far as I know, George Santos usually lies about stuff saying that he did do them when he didn't. If I understand correctly, in this situation, <laughs> George Santos spent a whole bunch of money in an Italian restaurant for his whatever uh -huh. campaign or something and then lied that he didn't in this scenario. Sure. Which is yeah. that's more of like the typical lying. Out. Well, maybe not. Maybe I'm being too generous, but... Right. Um, Maybe he's lying about lying to cover his lies, kind of like a Christopher Columbus sort of thing. <laughs> wait, wait, is this the uh, the Harry Potter director here, or are we talking about, like, the Italian <laughs> Christopher Columbus? <laughs> yes, the actually, they're the same. The Italian uh, Portuguese... Italian. Uh, the, yeah. I, I, oh, God. So anyway, Amerigo Vespucci's uh, Harry Potter movies are much better than anything that Chris Columbus directed. <laughs> I think this uh, is a great question, and I'll just volunteer. The first thing that came off my mind when I read this was like, I would probably just go buy a bunch of like bulk stuff from Costco that I definitely do not need, <laughs> but like I would never have a better reason to buy something in bulk like that, you know? Just like uh -huh. the biggest packs of batteries, like the 96 packs of Sprite Zero, like I, I'm trying to imagine, like there's so many things that are so ridiculous, like we tried to shop there probably the first time I ever went to Costco in the past five years, 
we got a membership and we were gonna buy stuff for Thanksgiving and everything is just so massive it would be like oh this side dish looks great but it's like right 47 servings and I'm like what are we gonna <laughs> do with this many sweet potato you know casseroles like uh, we, we can't buy this like we'll never eat it all it's just gonna go to waste that would be it's incredible what what boggles my mind is that like Alex Jones and like the uh, the the 700 club type people or whoever like are able to like sell people on these um, like survival rations kits when you can get the same thing from Costco for like <laughs> less money you know yes. far less money yes um, well they're probably sourcing all the shit for the survival kits from Costco and then just <laughs> yeah breaking they, it up. they've. Yeah, they've got like a third party that they pay that also, you know, that ultimately somebody's going to Costco, I think, is the is the idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> hey, Somebody's you know, as long as Costco card, like a Netflix uh, password, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as I don't have to go to uh, Costco with all the other zombies while they, uh, you know, they rage on because they can't get a, a dollar hot dog anymore or whatever the fuck the, the price <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, it's gone up. What would you buy, Willow? If you if, if you could spend an absorbent amount of money on something and lie and I don't know if you were gonna get away with it in, in this situation yeah. or not, but let's if say I'm, yeah, if I'm if I'm not gonna get away with it, I think it might be more fun to say it's, okay, so we got two. We've got like two two roads diverging. On a yellow Bumpington road, um, <laughs> I would. This is tough. If I thought that I was going to get away, no. If I thought I wasn't going to get away with it, it would have to be something right that that wouldn't be too embarrassing, or it would be embarrassing in a really funny way that like a lot of people on Twitter would be like, okay, you know, let her cook, go off queen, etc. You know, I think she's, I agree with her, you know? Um, in which case, I think it would be funny to buy uh, a vial of someone's urine, but I don't know whose. Wow, okay, so hold on. Would this be like a drug test passing situation or would this be more like oh, a bell uh, delphine type situation like a i want to own yeah, this would person's be, piss oh look at right it would be oh jesus <laughs> what happened it's gonna here oh. we're just gonna i'm just gonna really throw it yeah just <laughs> just 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 do a reset here you know yeah you ever uh oh, I'm running out of time. Get in there, bitch. Yes. There we go. Oh, there's more. Okay. We got one more. Hole. I oh god. Okay, I thought. Hey, that's like you... that's. Anyway. <laughs> I won't finish. That is that that's is what, what I said. said. You're right. You're right. Um. <laughs> okay. So, so a vial of piss. Did we determine who's a vial of piss? No, I think probably. What's that guy's name? Uh, the fucking mailman from uh, Cliff Clavin from from Cheers. What's that? John Ratzenberger. Wow. I would buy a, a deluxe huge vial. That is extremely ostensibly John Ratzenberger's piss. So not um, a vial, like a piss jug, basically. Yeah, a piss, basically like half. I mean, let's not get silly. It's not. It's not Trailer Park Boys piss jug. It's like a piss pint. Okay. Maybe, you know, like a okay. That's just, that's appropriate for Cheers. Like, imagine stepping up to the barge. What's it gonna be? Uh, I'll take a pint of piss. <laughs> the mailman's piss. I don't know how that works. I think. <laughs> I think we we need to create um, an AI uh, endless episode of Cheers where they just make piss jokes. They, they they do. Yeah, they make a lot of piss jokes. Not not. It exclusively piss jokes, but there are enough piss jokes where you pretty much know that at least a couple times an episode, Ted Danson is going to be like, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> Here's piss. 
<laughs> is Ted Danson still okay? Is he canceled or anything? Because I no, he's good. I love he's good. Ted Danson. The good... I just yeah, Ted Danson's great. I mean, he he did that one thing. Oh yeah, um, he did blackface. That's right. He did blackface. Yeah, quite quite. <laughs> but I think he got like quite a ways back. Pretty canceled for that and and recovered. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I think it's I think you know like, generally something. Idea, so you're good. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a gray area. It's slippery, uh, but not not gray enough. To, yeah, exactly. To go up or down? Because what 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 are we in right now? Rampington, Slopington? No, I don't think we're in either. Well, Black facington. Um, we're not in Black facington. Oh, good. That would have been. I, could have been cancelable. Alright, well, been, uh, if somehow anybody is this deep in the episode and doesn't understand what we're talking about, just as a refresher, we we are on the Suck Discord uh, right now. Willow and I are chatting and playing putt-putt together, basically. Yeah, we're f we're following up our, our landmark uh, interview with Matt Chrisman. <laughs> where they touched on, uh, you know, such, such points as... Uh, Oh shit! Dang. As the um, you know the uh, the great uh, great reawakening of the uh, of the, the Catholic uh, I don't know horseshoe theory shit. Amazing episode. Yeah, we're, it was a great episode. Yeah, but we're uh, we're following that up with Putt playing uh, mini golf and and just sort of talking about our topics and i think it's uh i think it's going great actually no yeah i have no complaints i mean i'm i do think i'm glad you brought it up i want to say congrats to uh matt for for landing that interview and really just nailing it it was uh it, it was so a good great episode of the show uh, it, definitely a departure you know like very rare mm -hmm. uh the closest one we had to it i'll, I'll shout out to a different episode where matt and ashley uh interviewed quote-unquote john doe about uh, John's crazy experience learning about how basically his dad was a uh, fertility doctor or something along that lines. So it was like impregnating women uh, without their knowledge. Like they thought they were getting a, spo a, a sperm. Right. Well, it was right. And to be clear, it wasn't like his. It was the 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 the, the biological father. So his, his his mother was one of these. Right. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, patience. Yeah. So that was also an interesting episode. That was the first time we've ever done a show like that. Matt has followed it up with something, you know, definitely is. I mean, as far as our you know world goes of podcasting, super super cool to have a, a Chapo Trap House host come on the suck. So shout outs. Make sure if you. I don't know how you wouldn't have listened to that yet, but if you haven't, please you know go listen to it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, episode. it was. It was great, um, and I love that. Uh, you know, every so often you're gonna get um, not necessarily a hard hitting, but like uh, you know, a, a pretty like brain stimulating uh, episode from from Matt. Uh, and and you know, sometimes you get um, an hour of of panicked improv from like. <laughs> Uh, Kim and I, or you know, we 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 hope that you like all the different uh, personalities of the suck. Is what yeah, I'm we saying. keep it versatile. That then that, that was by design. Yeah. I think we didn't know which in which ways that would be fleshed out until we started the show. But uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, we're like WarioWare, basically. I think <laughs> the WarioWare of podcasts. That's going to be our new <laughs> catchphrase for sure. I think that uh, like the view, but. Less <laughs> horny is, uh, I think that's, you know, 2022's phrase. I think it's time for us to move yeah. on from that. Wow. For sure. Damn, sorry. If, if nobody is, if you're listening and not watching, my golf ball just went way off. Okay, so we'll just wrap this up. This is kind of like an unofficial episode of The Succulents Ask, or whatever the fuck we call that. I don't know. I think that name still needs some work. <laughs> the Succophants Ask. Maybe that's what we'll go with. But we did get one more question this week. A lot of questions. Thank you to the listeners for asking the questions. We love that. This oh, one was shit. From... I, I, I meant to... Sorry. I meant to say the one that uh, I would buy if no one uh, knew about it was uh, the, the world's most expensive dildo. Okay, go ahead. Wait a second. 
No, you can't just. What is the world's most expensive dildo? Like, I I don't know, but you know, okay. if I had all that money, I'd probably would know. God okay. damn. I'm on you're a roll back, now. You're really in the lead now, yeah. Well, was, okay, yeah, okay, I did do pretty good there. Okay, Beautiful. but I do I do want to know, like, it, without getting more specific than this, is the world's most expensive dildo just like luxurious, right? Like made of gold or somehow it's, has, uh... or, or, but don't answer yet because I want to give you the other side of it and then tell me which way <laughs> you want to go with it. Or does it just, the most orgasm inducing, uh, I'm not sure which one is more valuable. You know, like I wouldn't want a Gucci I, dildo over one that just like gives you ten orgasms in one. For sure, yeah. I think I think the latter might be the way to go. I was gonna say it was it's it's so expensive because it was owned by John Ratzenberger of uh, of Cheers and Toy Story fame. But that makes uh, more sense. no. But no, it is it is also it was owned by John Ratzenberger, but it also gives you ten orgasms for each <laughs> orgasm you would normally have. Fantastic answer. Fantastic answer. It it basically it invents new <laughs> You couldn't even it inv it, inv it 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 implants new prostates in you. <laughs> yes, because it invents new types of orgasms you didn't know were possible. Uh, it makes <laughs> yeah. them possible. Puts a G spot right. inside of your nose. So <laughs> just pick your nose and that's great. All right. Well, this one I want to say we've been focused on the Discord, obviously, because we're here in the Discord right now. Everyone get in the Discord. But at the same time, the sister group, if you will. The Suck Shame posting on Facebook is also a fantastic community. I want us to shout out to everybody there. We love y'all. You're doing a great job. Constantly posting hilarious shit. And this was a post from Andrew Preston in the Suck Shame posting. It was Shout a out Andrew. Uh, it was like a. I'm trying to. I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. It was like almost like a catfishing situation, but not really. It was like basically somebody posted a picture on a dating app that was very old and very mm -hmm. misrepresenting what they look like currently. Um, and at the first picture was from back in the day. This person was, you know, a, an emo, like a hot looking emo dude. And then the second picture was like, you know, a much more middle aged, more, uh, you know, gained some weight, not as stylized. And I guess the point was like, you know, this person misrepresented themselves by showing a real picture of themselves, but from way too long ago. Sure. And... Yeah, which I just just to just to I want to be on the record as saying I think that post sucks. I think the person saying you know that posted like oh I'm never getting on dating apps again. I understand the person lied or whatever, but like I think that 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 fucking sucks to do to someone. But I you're you're moving forth with a question which I, I I do not think sucks. So I'm so sorry to, to interrupt you. Well, no, no, what, no. I want to I want to which part of the post sucks, like uh, just so I like have a better understanding. Yeah, I think that the person. So it was, I believe, wasn't it like a tweet where the person like showed the two pictures side by side and they were like, "I'm never using Hinge again" or "I'm never using Tinder no, yeah, again" I think, or whatever. I think that's correct. Yeah, I. Deeply, deeply bothered by by the sentiment of that and the fact that somebody would like post that in so is even it if like it's that not it's, that it's shaming the person that did that like is that uh, yeah I think it's really fucking mean um, and gr again you know you can you can argue that it's like mean to to be on a dating app you know willfully like misrepresenting yourself or whatever but like. No, no, no. I think I'm with you. No, I, I get it now. Thank you for thank you for going down that explanation. I mean, I I needed to understand better, and I do get it. It's like sure. this person didn't deserve to be shamed publicly like that. They didn't ask for that right when they signed up for this dating app situation. Uh, right. So, they were yeah, just thinking like, oh that. yeah, I'll I'll get on a date, and then you know maybe hey, you know maybe it'll work, and they'll love me for who I am or whatever, no. and then it's like. No, sorry. <laughs> you're you're like a viral tweet and right. Yes, totally. Think okay. You're ugly. And to be fair, I mean like my LinkedIn photo, etc., my Microsoft Teams 
picture that I use is definitely not current. <laughs> it's like For the, sure. the best, you know, most well dressed, had my hair cut that week picture that I that I own, and everybody does yeah. that to some degree. Of course. And I get it. You know, it's like, excuse me. When you say like, you know, well, I don't know how to paraphrase it better. You already said it, but like, yes, I, I would hope somebody would see, you know, the best of me and be interested in me for that reason. But also like, they're going to have to right. know the real me and I've got, got to get to that point somehow. But okay. Mm -hmm. So let's get to the meat of it. Thank you for, for, for helping me sure. yeah, fully sorry understand. And I just wanted to make sure that I'd really got what you were saying. But uh, the, yeah. the actual question is to, to, to drill down on that conversation a little bit more. How old is too old when using a photo of yourself on a dating app? Like, yeah. and we, we had a lot of answers, a lot of comments in the thread. Um, so, I mean, a lot of this has been hashed out, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, what do you think? Jeez. Well, you know, for me personally, this is the thing that I found about like, you, got you know, a hole as, in as, one. Oh, sorry, but I didn't even. Good job. Go ahead, though. Continue. Um, as somebody who. OK, so I used to use photos for a long time. Um, and then, you know, I changed a few things. And, you know, ever <laughs> since that, you know, I kind of changed my my look. I I do better with the way I present myself, in my opinion. Like with each passing like week, I feel like oh, I want to change my profile picture everywhere now. Yeah. I want to change this. I never used to feel like that, and I don't think the majority of people feel like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's because I'm actually like improving or evolving or anything. It's just where I'm at in my life. I feel like every week this is a better representation of me. This is more. This is closer to who I want to be, yeah. or whatever. Totally. Um, and I think oftentimes it'll it'll be the other way around. I've definitely felt that way before. Um, so at this point, I would say, you know, I probably wouldn't be in danger of using a photo that was any older than, you know, I probably wouldn't use anything that was even a year old at this point. But what would be? I think if you're... It's it's really hard, because some people age differently than other people, you know? And I'm not even saying that aging is inherently bad. I think sometimes it's great. Most people are aging like, like, like fine wine or whatever. Um... Fuck! Okay, so let me re... let me re... uh... Yeah. Frame this question. Help me with this. It's really not about the amount of time uh, that passes between pictures. It's really more sure. about um, <laughs> how much can you blur the lines? How much can you fudge your. Uh, well, how much can you represent yourself to somebody that is not true I guess I mean I don't know that, that's not even really quite right because to say that it isn't true isn't accurate but like yeah. right because I mean we're, we we all you know probably tweak our selfies at least a little bit like I'm, I'm not saying like we, we change things about it necessarily I'm not saying we all photoshop ourselves but like you know little filters little 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 pop of the the, the higher contrast or whatever you know right so guess, we're ne we're never really representing ourselves totally honestly, probably, but of course not. We're always gonna. Sh I mean, that's just the nature of even just being on any sort of you know internet-based anything where you're not in person, but you're using uh, device technology to represent yourself. You're gonna probably try to put your best face forward. I guess there's not right. like a very clear answer to this, but the real question is like, how much can you get away with like? Uh, <laughs> if there are things that you would feel like people wouldn't respond positively about yourself, how much can you conceal that through these methods of communication? If we're gonna, if we're gonna talk through apps on text and see pictures of each other, 
you know, how how real should you be? Or, or, or how real can you get away with not being, I guess? It's not an easy question. I think most it's, people it's could- It's so difficult because, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think most people could look at very specific examples and say like, well, no, that's not okay. This is a picture of you uh, as a 16 year old and you're 35 and <laughs> yeah, for, you know. for one yeah you shouldn't be using pictures of yourself as a as a child to appeal to adults that's right well and i think and, this and example if, that if somebody person could have been you a teenager swipe. right yeah right like, at least and that's, most emo that's people even weirder actually so. right uh, yeah, I think it's weirder to to see uh, an obviously a picture of somebody who's not even 18 and think, oh, okay, yeah, let's let's go on a date. I'm 27 or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. a little weird. Absolutely. No, that's probably a very bad example. Probably to just to just I no, just but I mean the whole conversation by going to that. But I mean, no, no, no. I mean, that's kind of. I hadn't even thought of that. That's kind of the the conceit of that. Like again, that original post was that person was very young in the picture. So like, yeah, if that's yeah, what you I expected, mean, what were you doing? I it's haven't so been weird. like thin since I was like twenty two or something, really. So like, if I were to post pictures sure, where I like, same. I felt really good about. I don't know, I wouldn't say I feel like great about it, but like I don't want to be, like I don't like having the dad bod that I have now. So if I could get away with like, oh, I'll share myself as a 20 something year old uh, and people will like me and they meet up with me and I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, got me a little spare tire going or whatever. I mean, like I, it's, it's, it's not like as if I'm representing myself as an underage person and I'm not trying to entrap somebody into weird like, you know, grooming right. or pedo territory. That's not, that wasn't really my <laughs> yeah, point, not, but it was just they like- They get there and you're like, have a seat, have a seat. <laughs> I I ordered apps. Also, have a seat. I'm uh, whatever's, whatever's- Yeah, I was gonna say, what's his name? I can't remember. Chris, uh, yes. fucking- Chris somebody, yeah, that's- a, Catch a predator. <laughs> maybe that's Eric the best Christ. answer to this. It's like, if, if, if your picture could have gotten you on to catch a predator, to, if your picture could have gotten the interested <laughs> person on to catch a predator, then that's too long. That's uh, <laughs> that's the answer yeah. to that. Yeah, I think that's that's a good that's a good uh, bar. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, to me, I I am much more afraid. And this is speaking as somebody who's been single now for. Sorry, I have to think about it because it's been so long. Um, what year is it? It's been six years, about um, almost, that I've been what single year is now. This I, Agent I have not in the building. I have not dated in this time. I have not used dating apps. I have avoided everything because I think my fear is representing myself. You know what I believe to be honestly on there, and then seeing the disappointment in their face when I meet them face to face, you know? I think that is... That is the worst possible outcome for me, is them seeing me and I'm not what I advertised myself to be. Does I, that make sense? I get it, yeah. I definitely get it. And I definitely understand specifically that that would... Yeah. I mean... It would, it would just be so crushing to, you know, like, you know... Oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't bear that. And I think I would never leave my house again if that was what happened to me. No, I understand. So I, think, I mean, so I, for me, so yeah, I think for me, my answer at this point is I wouldn't use any picture that's older than a week. <laughs> well, I actually think that that's, uh, that's actually admirable. But I know hey. that's not what you're saying or where you were trying to go. With that. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but hey. no, I want people to admire me for my for my lack of uh, my my lack of self confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to say uh, thanks to everyone out there. Uh, we didn't, I didn't plan this show on the show notes to be, you know, kind of like responding to all the the listeners' questions, but it just came out that way this week that uh, y'all yeah. really presented a lot of stuff for us uh, to speak about. 
and it was actually really fruitful so please keep it up please keep sending us ideas uh we we enjoy them uh we like to i don't know we like to have that interaction with y'all so that's why i keep always yeah. saying shit like get in the group get in the discord like let's let, let's make the show together it's fun it's fun i think this is like despite the fact that we are playing uh you know this weird game and and sort of uh getting into a different headspace to answer the questions which is maybe like somewhat less uh so somewhat less like focused than usual um this is almost like the opposite of the ai generated entertainment where we are collaborating with y'all to create <laughs> content you know and no, i think that's really fun I, I totally agree. I think that um, <coughs> I'm glad we're playing the game because um, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. It, it kind of takes the pressure off of uh, always having to go for the joke. It's like there's a little bit of um, I'm trying to th wow hole in one. I don't know. There's there's something about being able to uh, we're here together. We're discussing this stuff. I got a hole in one too. But I don't know. I feel less. Um, Maybe stage fright is something about it, you know, like uh, because I have something right now that I can focus on, like I can talk more naturally without feeling like I have to constantly go for a joke or or or, or nail the bit or something, if that makes sense. Like, right, it's, right. It's, we always have conversations on the show, but this is like maybe even more of a natural conversation, if you will. I th yeah, it's like we're. Uh... We're we're in a you know like we're like little kids uh, that won't open up sort of in in their therapy sessions. They give us like a uh, little puzzle to play with, and then we're like you know uncovering all these 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 deep dark truths or whatever. Brilliant metaphor. And and in speaking of not opening up, before we wrap up because we're we're reaching the end of our time for this episode, but I I heard about this. <laughs> I don't use Twitter really. But I heard about the fact that all these conservative accounts are now locking their Twitter accounts. Uh, yeah. Which means you, you know, you can't share the tweet. You can't do anything. to. But they're doing it because there's this weird rumor that if you lock your Twitter account, it increases your reach. Uh, did, do you know oh. this? Did you? Did no. You, okay. Yeah, super weird. I thought I mean, they were doing it because for some reason, circle tweets were not working like you couldn't actually tweet circle tweets or something what is but you could tweets? but it um so on so on twitter you can designate um a certain number of your um your like mutual people um your mutuals to to be in your circle your circle is like you know your 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 circle it's it's like who you okay, would i understand now you can you can tweet the more private stuff to them um, okay. And I, I thought there was an issue with that with, that was making like these people think, oh, no, everybody can see my circle tweets, but actually you couldn't. It just looks like it's not a circle tweet or something like that. I don't know. I, see. I so was they were I was having problems to, with that the to, other to day. Stop too, their even circle tweets from it. being public, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 But it, I don't even think they were in danger of that. But, you know. Anyway, I thought that was that was the issue. It's I, funnier this way, though, the, the, <laughs> what you just said. I need to see the, the the tweets again to help me understand better. Let me see if I can scroll through infinity to find these tweets. <laughs> do you ever do that where you just scroll? I was trying to look for the meme oh, yeah. the other day that's a ham and a bookmark. I was going back to my homie Will Price's profile, mm -hmm. who has often shared the image of uh, ham as a bookmark. I literally scrolled for years and I never found it. You, you know, I'll tell you what, Phil. There's this handy there's this handy feature called uh, search. I did Twitter. that too, Willow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It didn't work. <laughs> That's I the problem know. is that there was no text or anything text, the original. Yeah. Wherever I, it might have been shared, it was maybe it wasn't like a uh, uh, Will probably didn't like you know post the image himself he shared it from somewhere so like mm -hmm. yeah I, I i did search and like i found posts where he just like had said 
ham as a bookmark or something, you know, as like a text post, but I still couldn't find sure. the goddamn image. But I Damn. did find the tweets here, which I want to share. Thanks to uh, Justine to actually shared this with us. It says, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Libs of TikTok, which, ugh. Yeah. Uh huh. Not a fan. Um, but uh, it says, Not a fan. Put my account on private because apparently that's the only way people will see your tweets. Uh, I did, so again, I don't understand. Going forward, Tim Pool says, People who lock their accounts can no longer engage with my followers. My quote tweets are all breaking and retweets disappearing. So I just unfollowed y'all. Uh, I'm going to start unfollowing anyone who locked their account. Uh, that's not really illuminating. Ben Shapiro says, Okay, since everyone is trying this account locking technique to see if it improves engagement, I'll give it a whirl. Let me know if you're seeing my tweets again, if they've been hidden over the past few weeks. And George, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson uh, replies to this tweet and says, Ben, I can't retweet you now because because he locked his account. This Now, <laughs> did we make sure that this really happened? Uh, because no, this I did no research this at all. So fucking funny. It's extremely funny, and I want to give another shout out to Justine who said, after sharing all these with us, uh, I want the curb your enthusiasm theme playing behind a looping slideshow of these tweets. Yeah. <laughs> which is exactly, which is exactly all I can think about when I read this. It seems insane to me. Like I just don't. I don't have any understanding of what is happening on Twitter, which is nothing new. I never ever have, but this is a new this is a new level of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean truly truly the most falling ap apart place on on the internet, which is really saying something because there's <laughs> Facebook, you know? Like how do you how do you out fuck up Facebook? And then continue to, to do it, but but remain still still somehow relevant. It's it it I don't know it it, it maybe I'm like looking too much into things, but I think it says a lot uh, that Twitter is the way it is. Yet I, I you know I personally use it more than any of anything else at this point. Really? Wow. Um, I didn't realize despite that. the fact that it is so broken and so vile and just such a Is it worse than Reddit? Because when I say when I think of vile, like Reddit is the first thing that comes to mind. You know, I don't see a lot of shit from Reddit and usually when I do, it's just like pretty pretty normal. But I know that there's there's always some shit going on, on there too. I've never but, I mean, read it described as pretty normal, but um, <laughs> fair enough. No, I just, I, you know, the only things I ever see from it are like, no, that's not true. I, actually, no, that's not true at all. Never mind. But <laughs> Twitter, I mean, Twitter, they recently introduced the For You feed, um, which goes right next to your your, your following feed. So, okay. you know, if you don't want to see the, the stuff you're following, you can see for you, which is things you're following and then whatever else they feel like you might be interested in. It's just, um, it's just, that's which just is, TikTok on it's Twitter, insane. right? I mean, exactly. And they, and it keeps defaulting, you know, if you, if you, you know, use the app, it will repeatedly default you to for you. Um, so that you're not seeing the, 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 you know, the people you follow, you're seeing whatever. You know, and, and again, sometimes it's showing me things that I am genuinely interested in. The algorithm seems to be improving, but I will also say that as a trans person, there have been a lot of inflammatory, you know, not not quote tweets, not, you know, quote tweets with good intentions or whatever of, of like inflammatory anti-trans stuff. It'll say for you and then right at the top of it will be like, you know some some super anti-trans shit so God like i'm wondering damn. how many how many types of people this is happening to like is it everybody you know is it just like yeah it, i would assume i mean I, it's I, a nightmare i've seen pretty much every social media platform do the reactionary to tiktok thing um mm -hmm. 
And it sucks every single time. Like, I don't use TikTok because I don't want to use TikTok, but I don't want to go on the other apps and use TikTok, their version of TikTok, right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I mean, I get it. Talk People Instagram. always like to say, well, to, to, to reference Matt's interview with Matt, uh, what was the line? Something like, we're looking in the mirror and going insane. I think we talked about it in the group chat. Great, yeah. great way to put it. Especially yeah, that with TikTok. Was... Because the algorithm is, you know, what you want to see, it's going to show it to you. What you seek out, it knows how long you stayed on a video. It knows if you looked at the comments. And, it, and so it's just reflecting that back to you. And of course, all these apps are trying to do that. And that's what makes TikTok fun, is it does it really well. And the other ones that are trying to imitate it can't do it right. They're just trying to, like, no. come up with the arbitrary things, like, a for you feed. That's not what makes TikTok good. It's not because it's called for you or whatever. It's because the algorithm can figure your shit out. Like, if you like to look at homemade keyboards or, you know, the tipsy bartender or whatever it is, it finds out within a couple of days, like, and it just yeah. feeds it to you, you know? Like, and Homer mean, Simpson meanwhile, with the donuts, just like, <laughs> constantly being fed. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, I think Twitter uh, finds what what most frightens and uh, upsets you uh, possibly to the point of, of uh, you know, making you like end your life. And, and and they just put that in the feed and they're like, hey, who's who want who's up for a little like Russian roulette tonight? And God it's damn. like, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> well, to give credit, Twitter is clearly uh, uh, <laughs> finding the things that drive our show notes um keeping <laughs> keeping the show notes very well stocked with subjects uh for, for weekly mm -hmm. episodes sometimes twice a week in fact so on that it's we'll true give, we'll give you props twitter and on that i think we'll probably wrap it up for tonight we're we're already over our time somehow the two of us could go longer than an hour so we're not two strokes we're not five strokes tonight we're over an hour, which is... That's at least 60 strokes. It's pretty close to 69 yeah. Some strokes. people like that. Some people don't. I don't know. Let us know, everyone. How do you feel about over an hour? How many strokes would you like us to do on Third you? Episode. Let us know. <laughs> and let us know in the Discord. Yeah. yeah uh, let us know. We'll make a new channel for strokes. Join <laughs> us in the strokes channel. I won't do the whole wrap-up thing because Lord knows if you were with us at this point, you're already in all the things. So, thanks for tuning in for another episode, a bonus episode. I had a great time; it was fun, uh, and I yeah. look forward to being back with you next week. We've got some fun stuff lined up. We got of uh, the Comics Misexplained crew will be back next week for another bonus episode. We're gonna be talking about all that comic book nerdy shit, and uh, we'll be back for a regular episode as well. So. Yeah. See all this. We'll see you then. All right, good night. Mm -hmm.